patrolling the sidelines on game days and beating the pros inside the lines on off days. A 5'10 guard from Elon University. It's Valley Sports Wisconsin Zora Stevenson on Homer and Tony. Yeah, we got to redo that intro. She's also at the Olympics. She's also at Notre Dame football games. And now we're going to find out where else she is. Pebble, do we have that uh, that uh, deep voice person? Can we get that redone? So, though she does so many things, it may shorten the segment so much that we can definitely do it. Yeah. All right, we will. Uh, Zora, good afternoon. What else have you done? I got Notre Dame football, the Olympics, the Bucks. Uh, keep going because we want to do a proper intro. WNBA. Oh yeah, should have known that. And yeah, that's it. I think you know what you need next. Hmm. Rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every time I say, oh, I'm not really into that sport, uh, then I end up being into that sport. So, yeah, I can see you. Nothing, Rodeo. Nothing Zora Stevenson, what do we have now in the uh, bull riding? <laughs> yeah. And when it happens, just let us know first on Twitter or somewhere. You got it. Yeah. I'll come on and talk about it yes you know I was, I was wondering where you were going to start today i was wondering if you're going to start with the bucks or the nba in general well oh, no come on the what? bucks are unbeaten they're unbeaten take it away zora i love see this this is great because we actually get to focus because i feel like tony would have wanted to start on the mess of the nba but we get to start on on the bucks and the drama free milwaukee franchise that we all know and love six and oh um, you know, they're just, what's, what's really stood out to me, one, the defense, but two, this group hasn't even had a really powerful offensive game just yet where everybody's clicking on all cylinders and knocking down shots and Giannis is attacking the rim. They, they haven't had that game. They've had spurts, right? Like, you know, Giannis has had the 40 point games and now Drew has come alive in the clutch and Bobby's has has had his night, but putting it all together, they haven't done that yet, and they're still 6-0. and And Chris Middleton has not played this season yet. Oh, wait, and a couple months down the road, Joe Ingles will join this group. Oh, and wait, Pat Connaughton has been out with a calf strain. Like, I mean, uh, I'm just – I'm so impressed, and I, I don't – I shouldn't necessarily be impressed because this is what we've been accustomed to seeing, but I think we can't get – too used to it like we have to appreciate what what's right in front of us in terms of you know the great basketball that we get to watch now i want 10 night. i want 10 you tell them i want 10 you want 10 what i want 10 and oh at six i want you 10 want... okay right. so that means a win against detroit which i don't, I don't even know I don't, I don't care who they play i count on you a win get... in every game i think they're going to win every game so what difference does it well, make that's... Why'd you say 10 and 0? I just and think I, like, 10, 10, you know, you now you're in double figures. Yeah. Well, folks may remember a few years ago, the 2019, 2020 season before the pandemic and the Bucks had 18 wins in a row before uh, Dallas beat them. So, I mean, this, this team, and I mean, it was the same core. Drew wasn't here just yet, but obviously Giannis, Chris, Brooke, this, this group knows how to, Go on a little streak. But what's interesting is these, you know, we're talking about the streak. And, of course, the guys are aware, and it's nice. But it, it has really nothing to do with the bigger goal that they're trying to attack. Like, they're like, yeah, it's great, but 6-0 doesn't win you a championship. No, but it's you, a part of it. It has to create a level of confidence 
even if it yeah, is. Yeah, but I don't think the team wavered confidence. I, I think it's, one, everybody's got to be healthy, right? That I mean, I think if, if last season revealed anything, it's just like health is so, so important. And that's hard with an 82-game season where so much, so much happens. Uh, and then obviously clicking at clicking at the right time. But if this if this team's healthy, they're really really good. Yes, uh, Tony, so, the Hall of Famer is not here today. He's on assignment. But I put him in charge of what to do with Brooke Lopez because it's clear how good they are when he's playing at his yes. high level. Not worried about a back injury. So I said, Tony, you're in charge. Uh, you want him to not play too much. How much do you play? And he said, uh, he said Brooke shouldn't practice. He said. Uh, Snud. Uh, he said back when he played, yeah. you don't practice. He Brooke decides when he's going to practice because he clearly still wants to play in the games. You, you're kind of not, you didn't really buy into well, that. It's hard, right? Like, you, you can't you can't do that. I Why mean, not? How, are you, how are you supposed to put stuff, how are you supposed to go over stuff? I mean, there's just so many. Well, no, no, I know. He goes, excuse me, I stand corrected. He goes to practice. He just doesn't play at practice like... But can he? Oh, okay. Okay. How about? But can he walk through things? Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. But okay. But now you get to the point, and there's only a handful of times once you get into the crux of the season where they're actually playing pickup at practice, five on five, full court, right? Like Bud is really good at managing these guys. So if Brooke is not playing in those five on five games in practice, then that means you're putting somebody else in his spot, which means he can't continue to build. Communication, camaraderie, gel. Oh, come friends. on. I'm just saying that's what matters. You don't need that. He's you're getting that during the games. You're he's yeah. oh, you're not buying all right, I can't wait till next week. We will discuss. Uh, I'm not buying all right. Well then you let's say I'm now putting you in charge. Okay, I fired Tony because he's never gonna do rodeo. <laughs> um and I'm putting you in charge as to what to do with Brooks so that he's ready. For the playoffs, because so we protect Brooke at all costs. Well, no, we no, we protect him at the right cost, not at all mm-hmm. costs. That's so, a great statement. That's so right uh, that's and then Tony had his version, and now I ask yours because clearly you should protect him to some degree, given his age, size, everything, right? I agree, and I think Coach Bud does that with yeah. the way he does substitutions, the way he plans practices, the way he decides if there should be practice or not. Uh, I mean, Brooke's playing, what, 31 and a half minutes? And, and you know, honestly, I'm looking back at a, you know, a few years. Brooke is, more, is used to playing, like, 2019, 2020, played 26 minutes, 27 minutes. Last year, kind of an off year, but played 23 minutes. So this is more minutes than Brooke usually plays. But I also think, like, the guy is really excited to be able to go through training camp, to be back with the team, to be back on the floor, to be healthy. Uh, and he's playing well, and he feels good. You don't want to take him out of a rhythm. That's why, like, I mean, coaching's hard. Managing this kind of stuff, like, is is tough. And also, you want to, like, you want to be healthy, and you also want to be in a rhythm. Like, you also want to win games. You also want to put yourself in a good position for the playoffs. I, you know... I say if it's not broke, don't fix it. Everybody feels good. And obviously, like, yeah, you've got certain days. And- now, come on, Zor. You can't be playing him that many minutes for the whole season. Are you going to sit him out uh, back-to-back? Or- they, they, well, I don't think there's going to be a set cadence. 
I think it's going to be, you know, certain situations. Like, I don't think it's going to be, hey, like, every second night of a back-to-back, you won't see X player. I don't think it's that simple. I think they really track it based on minutes, uh, you know, days between games, all the things. I mean, there's so many analytics that, you know, the medical staff uses to decide, you know, what a player's bandwidth is. And, you know, right now, 31 and a half minutes per game through the first six huh? games. Can't wait. They've also got a back, they had a back-to-back last weekend. They have a back-to-back this weekend. You know, I mean, the NBA season is a grind. And, yep. you know, we're, Can't wait till they, next week's debate between the two <laughs> who would have the best plan for Brooke Lopez. Uh, all right, that aside, uh, what, what has impressed you the most? Either what player or you're watching the games and what, what has created a wow from you? I don't know if it's so much of a wow, but just some things that have stood out. One, you know, specifically last night, right, the Bucks were 0 for 14 from a three-point line to start the second half. And then, you know, the go-ahead bucket that you needed the most down the stretch, which I think it was like 50 seconds or so to go, was mm-hmm. a three-pointer from Drew Holiday. It's impressive to me how this group is able to knock down shots when it's needed most. And I think we really saw that from Giannis in the Atlanta game, saw it from Drew, too, in the Atlanta game. Like, this group is just so – they're just really good. Regardless of what happened throughout the first three and a half quarters, when it's needed, when when the game's on the line, they know how to do what's needed to get the win. And I think that is a, a sign of maturity for this group and how far this group has come together. Because uh, there would be a few years ago where, you know, it would be close game, you're on a little winning streak, and maybe they drop it. But they're figuring out ways to win no matter how the game is going. Uh, Brooks, L- Brooke Lopez's defense has been phenomenal. But I think in, in conjunction with the pressure that the guards are now capable of playing, I mean, Drew Holiday always been amazing. But now you've got Javon Carter in the starting lineup with Chris Middleton out, and this guy is picking up full court. He looks annoying as ever as a defender. Like, I would never want to play Javon Carter on one-on-one. You would just steal the ball every time. Um, he's just one of those pesky defenders. So you've got Drew Holiday's pesky defender, Javon Carter who's a pesky defender, and you've got Brooke Lopez at the rim, and then you've got Giannis just flying around everywhere. I mean, the Bucks' defense is, is fueling everything. Like I said, they really haven't had, you know, a, a crazy – impressive offensive game just yet, but it's coming because, I mean, they're getting good shots. You just got to knock them down. But defense is how they've won these first six games, and I think that's, you know, where you want to be because defense is what you can control. Talking with Zora Stevenson, uh, she does everything now. We'll get the uh, intro appropriately. Um, I think I want Giannis to put up 70 in a game. Um, <laughs> and I, you have to find out the team that plays. for a lot. First, I need to keep 10 and 0. I think last week it was 82 and 0. Uh, okay, now Giannis 70 points in a game. Okay, yeah, I don't know what two plays bad. No, he can. He's now got um, because my question was going to be in what area has Giannis improved because he's always working on something, and he clearly to me now has the step back jumper from anywhere, yeah. which means if he's making that shot and the, a few threes, I think he can score 100. But I just I want him to to start slowly and just do a 70. Um, I mean, yeah, I think Giannis, if if he wanted to, could score like eighty percent of the points in the game. 
right? Like, yes. If, that, if he set out to do that. If they'll give him transition baskets and not stop him, every rebound he goes and dunks and then shoots a three. But in order to do that, it would have to be a fast break and a player is clearly ahead of you and you decide not to pass that player just so you can get to your 80, right? Like, in the flow of the game, that's not going to happen. But, yes, Giannis is capable. The great players are capable. I mean, you go back to, like, Kobe Bryant and his last game as as a Laker, right? Like, the whole point of that was, was for him to get his. And he did just that. Um, but that doesn't always mean it's in the flow of the game. And Giannis plays with his teammates. Like, he doesn't set out to, like, you know, crunch up the numbers. That's why he's able to have 43 and 44-point performances that, like, you're like, oh, wait, Giannis has 40? Because he's not forcing it. No, it, to me, what would have to happen is, like, so he has a first quarter where he, he's hitting everything in threes, and he's got, like, 22 in, uh, mm-hmm. And they call timeout, and they go, all right, Giannis, tonight's the night. What? Go for 100. And then you see how many he gets. He's, he's, regular, not, he's a team guy. Regular. It can't, regular season, it's got to be against the – I mean, we can look at the worst defensive teams and stuff. And he's never going to go into a game thinking that. But I think if he has over 20 in the first quarter against a, a weak team, then, then – uh, he shoots for a hundred and not accept eighty. So, I don't know how you uh, you can't pass that along to him because he's never going to want to do it, right? No, no, it just doesn't. It, I mean, and yeah, he wouldn't want to do it. I mean, Giannis is the guy that like wants to make sure that all his other teammates get get the credit. Right, so they him. have to say they got to have this little chit chat. Uh, I'm not a part of it. Be like, all right. <laughs> Against a bad team, Giannis puts up. How many does Giannis have to put up in the first quarter? This is what you ask them for for him to go for a hundred, and then they'd have to say because at some point they would consider it, wouldn't they? I don't think so. You know, if he puts I up thirty in the first quarter, they won't be going. Um, no. no, no. That's why they have to think about it ahead of time. He will never do it, but they have to tell him, Giannis. This is about a hundred. We're we're setting you up. This is, I know you. This is. So if they've given it some thought as to how they're going to handle it, ask a couple of them privately. You don't have to mention their name. That this old guy <laughs> says, "All right, how many would Giannis have to score in the first quarter?" You know, the person to go to is is Bobby Portis. That's the guy to ask. But then now you're going to say who told you, and I don't want you to do that. Let's ask him how many would Giannis have to score in the first quarter for you. Or teammates to think of going, Giannis, let's get 100 tonight. What would it be for you? I think, I mean, I think even you, at 30, I think you would uh, you would think about it. What do you think? 30 in the, 30 in the first 30 quarter. 30 in the fourth quarter. In the first quarter, though. If you scored 30 points yes. in the first quarter. Yep. I, that wouldn't even cross my mind. I'd wonder, what's the, what's the game? Like, are the Bucks up? Or All right, what a, oh, come on! Zara, all right. I'm if sorry. he, I don't know. No, I apologize. Forty. He puts up forty in the first quarter. I'm like, wow. It's the first quarter. I wonder what he can get by the end. But I'm yeah. Just all right. For Zora, it's but forty. But if he gets forty in the first quarter, you know he can get a hundred, right? He, yeah, I mean he could. All I'm right. just saying, okay. like, yeah, yeah. But I already believe Giannis, could, if he really wanted to, could. Get a hundred? Yeah. All right. Ask it him. Would, but like I said, 
said, it's just not in the flow of the game. All right. Okay, fine. So, ask ask uh, somebody on the team that you believe that if Giannis really wanted to, he could get a he could match Will Chamberlain. They do a poll for me. You don't have to tell me who. And I I, I do think they'd say yes if if Giannis really, really wanted to. The wow. Yeah, I don't think anybody would debate that. Um, I'm I'm not even sure he could. If you really wanted to? Yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not sure that he could. No. Hmm. Nope. So that will motivate him. Homer doesn't. Old man doesn't believe in you. He doesn't think you can get 100. That's the approach <laughs> we'll take. Well, and, and that's how you get Giannis going. You tell him you can't do something. Yeah. So, all right. Ask it around. Ask that question. I'm, I'm curious to that. I don't know if you have to do it next week. You're busy. You know, you might get all these other things, other places you're going to. Well, you don't have the Olympics. Um, but how many players that you ask? I asked five. How many said they believe Giannis could get a hundred if he wanted to? I don't know if I'm using my my conversations on that, Homer. Well, no, you, it isn't. It takes five seconds. You do all your other stuff. Oh, by the way, I know, do you think Giannis oh, I just, could? I just think I, I'm going to answer for. I think it's a yes. You're not it's, just to hide. for me. You're not even going to ask him. Can you ask one just for me? One player. They're literally going to look at me like, why are you asking me? Uh, fine. And you, then you say, look it. I work with this old guy. He could die. I just want to kind of please him before he passes on. Whatever reason oh you have to give. You don't have to give that one. But, yeah, you have to say I'm doing it as a favor to somebody who asked. Because you're right. They would think and look and go, uh, you, you're not asking that question. You would never ask that well, question. You're doing this for somebody else. So there's a reason you're doing this, right? No, I think they would answer, even if it's, like, to the side, like, has nothing to do with, like, reporting or anything. Um, but I just think they'd be like, I mean, yeah, of course. Why, like, yeah, if you really wanted to, he could. Has he gotten good enough as a shooter that he could beat you in horse? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes? Mm-hmm. Maybe. This horse is a little bit of, like. No, not love. crazy shot horse, shooting horse. Right, right. No, no, I know. It all depends on the moment. Like, Maybe. Chris got me. When Chris beat me, it was all the mid-range. Yeah. No, it's got to be shooting. He can't do weird stuff. Money from the mid-range. Right. I mean, I, I mean, I think I could. You don't Yeah, think. it depends how shooting. Yeah, but, you, but, you, but you don't. You think all things being, you're going to beat Giannis. I mean, I, I could not say, you know, for sure one way or the other. I think it could be a game. Um. Oh, hold on one second. Pebble, can you put an intro in where we have uh, where we talk about Zora and says Zora, who says she could beat Giannis in a game of horse? Maybe we can Make put sure. that in there. Yeah, put that in the intro. All right, talk to you later, Zora. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Tony will be back, and they can argue next week about the best way to keep Brook Lopez at his best for the playoffs. Um. We should put that up as the discount like a Twitter poll question. Do you think Giannis could score 100 points in, a, in an NBA game? <sighs> mm. Pebble, what do you think? He could if he wanted to, yeah. You think so? You think he could if he wanted to? If they didn't care about winning the game. Well, I mean, like he's got to take every shot. Oh, yeah. I'll have to look at the... Um, nah, I don't think so. Next.